Suspense. For you men and women in the armed forces of the United Nations, we present one of America's top spine tinglers, a radio rebroadcast of a program dedicated to the mysterious, the unusual, and sometimes the supernatural. A program well calculated to keep you in... Suspense. Mr. Mummery took the morning train down to business as he always did. He opened the door of his office much as he always opened it, and saw his partner, Brooks, sitting at his desk as he always sat. And the world seemed perfectly orderly, dependable and sane. And then it began, very simply, out of a few chance remarks. The terror took shape and grew until it was a black mountain of fear and suspicion. Oh, morning, Mummery. Pleasant morning, huh? Yeah? Oh, oh quite, quite. Uh, been looking through some bank accounts. I've an idea they're trying to put us off into... Hubert Mummery, what's the matter with you? With me? Well, you gave me a start. Man, you're as white as a sheet. Oh, am I? Well, I'm... I'm not feeling quite myself this morning. I Breakfast didn't agree with me. Didn't agree with me at all. Well, you better look after yourself. We're none of us as young as we once were, you know. Uh, always had a beastly stomach, always. Oh, but I can't remember you having an attack like this in years, Mummery. That new missus of yours giving you proper food, good, mild, digestible things, eh? No, I'm afraid Ethel knows nothing at all about a kitchen. <laughs> well, that's what you get for marrying a girl without showing her to your friends, doing it in such a rush. Ten-day courtship, indeed. At your age, Mummery. <laughs> well, you'll see why when you meet her. Besides, it doesn't matter in the least. After all, I was a bachelor up until a few weeks ago and rather used to taking care of myself, you know. Oh, my dear man, you're not telling me that you manage the household. Oh, hardly. No need for that. We've engaged a housekeeper who's a gem, really. Capable, motherly soul named Sutton. Ethel's delighted with her, and so am I. Exceptional cook and all that, you know. Oh, well, that's excellent. We can all do with that sort of thing. And I say, you, you better take it easy. Keep off your feet today. A man's health comes first, you know. Mm, thanks, I'll be all right. I took one of my tablets on the train. Well, if you need anything, you let me know. Huh? Oh, uh, by the way, Mummery, I don't suppose your wife knows of another of those cooking gems, does she? Well, I don't know. They aren't so easy to find nowadays. Don't tell me your cook is leaving you. Oh, good Lord, no, Perish. It's not. It, it, it's for the Philipsons. Their girl is getting married. Uh, always said marriage is the graveyard of good cooks. Oh, positively, positively. You know, I think it should be a criminal offense for cooks to feel the mating urge. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Leaves a family high and dry. Yeah. You know, I said to Philipson, you mind what you're doing, I said. You get somebody you know something about her, uh, you may find yourself landed with this poisoning woman. Uh, what's her name? Mrs. Andrews? Carolyn Andrews? I don't want to be sending wreaths to your funeral yet a while, I said. <laughs> My, wasn't that a dreadful thing, though, that Andrews case? Ethel read some of it to me out of the newspapers. Oh, my. Gave me the cold horrors. Oh, it's a disgrace. I call it three people dead of poisoning, falling ill one by one, gradually getting worse and worse, and suddenly dying off like flies after a month or so of her cooking. My. And all the police say is they think she's hanging about the neighborhood and may seek employment as cook. As cook, indeed. Now, I ask you, it puts us all in the shadow of the grave, doesn't it? Yeah, rather. Well, it's only to be hoped that they'll catch this charming Mrs. Andrews before she tries her arsenic seasoning on somebody else. 
And that's why I told Philipson to be careful about hiding a strange woman. Well, quite right, too. One oh. can't be too careful about a thing like that. I'll ask Sutton if she knows of another cook as good as she is. You won't need worry about anyone she recommends. Well, excellent. I, I suppose she's worked for the right sort of people, Mama. Yeah. The right sort? Well, I imagine so. I, I, I don't know. Well, didn't she bring any references? Why, yes. Yes, she did. A great pile of them. Glowing ones, too. But I don't know. Ethel and I were so glad to get someone that we haven't bothered to look them up, really. Oh. Well, it's 10.30. I must get back to work. Uh, would you mind dictating a few letters, Mummery, some dunners? I do it, but I've got some bills to get out in the next room. Eh? Yeah, I'm glad to. Well, I'll have Penny take them down. Miss Penny, will you step in here for a moment, please? Coming, Mr. Brooks. Oh. Now, don't exert yourself, old man. Because... Oh, Penny, Mr. Mummery will give you some letters for our forgetful customer. Eh? Yes, sir. I'll be in the next office if I'm needed. And uh, Do ask that sterling cook of yours to find someone for poor Philipson, what? Mm, I'll speak to Sutton as soon as I get home. Oh, good man, good man. You're looking a bit pale this morning, Mr. Mumry. Uh, yes, yes, I know. I, uh, uh, let's get down to the letter, shall we, Penny? Yes, sir. Um, dear sirs, unless payment on your account is immediately forthcoming, we must institute proceedings which... 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 Yes, sir. Which, sir? Huh? Oh, I was thinking... Wonderfully clever how that Mrs. Andrews manages to get positions with respectable families. Wasn't nothing so clever about the last one, sir. No? No. She brought plenty of references. Glowing ones, too, the paper said. Where in the world would such a woman come by honest references? Oh, there wasn't no question of their honesty, Mr. Mummery. What do you mean by that? The poor deceased family was so glad to get someone that they never even bothered to look them up. Oh, oh. Why, what's the matter, sir? Uh, Have I said something that I shouldn't have? No, 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 no. I, uh, I'm going to go home, Miss Penny. I, I don't feel well. Not well at all. On the homeward-bound train, Mr. Mummery's mind kept up a continual flow of discomforting thoughts. Those references of Sutton's, how did he know after all? Brooks was quite right. One can't be too careful. Be sure you get someone you know something about, or you may find yourself landed with this poisoning woman, this Mrs. Andrews. The pain in Mr. Mummery's stomach gave a sudden twinge. He gripped the edge of his seat. He had eaten too quickly. His breakfast had been too heavy. He must speak to Ethel about Sutton. Sutton! As he walked up the quiet street of the remote little country town, the well-known familiar landmarks looked somehow strange and menacing. He reached the house, walked up the path, and then something drew him around toward the back. Somehow, despite himself, he found himself opening the screen door of Sutton's kitchen. Miss Sutton! Oh, oh Lord! You did give me a turn, Mr. Mummery. I was so tight up waiting for the potatoes to boil that I didn't hear the front door go at all. I used uh, my key, Sutton. Where is Mrs. Mummery? The poor dear was feeling a bit sickish after breakfast this morning, and I, I made her lie down for a bit. She was looking so poorly, sir. Ethel's sick. Ethel's never sick. I don't understand oh, this. Oh, it was working about too much that done it, if you ask me. I told her to go light with it, but she's that restless she can't abide to be doing nothing. Where is she now? That 
Young Mr. Welbeck called by to get some flowers she'd promised his mother, and he cheered her up a bit. She needed cheering, too, by the look of her, poor lamb. Where are they, Sutton? They're having a tea in the garden. She's a deal better than she was, sir. A deal better. Well, I'm glad of that. I'll step out and have a word with her. Oh, Mr. Mumry. Uh, yes? Before you go, I'd like to show you what I got for your dinner. Uh, but I... Uh... Uh, just a moment, Mr. Mumry, sir. There. Have a look at that now. That, uh, that steak and kidney pie, isn't it? You'll find it beautiful and light, sir. You'll have no trouble at all digesting it. Uh, uh, very good. And it's seasoned something wonderful. Yes, yes, I'm sure it's excellent. I, Well, I'll wander out and, and see Mrs. Mummery now, if you don't mind. Oh, by all means, sir. And try to get up a good appetite for your dinner, won't you, Mr. Mummery, sir? Yes, I'll do my best. Thank you, Sutton. Oh, Ethel. Ethel. Who's that? It's I, Tiddlywings, Hubert. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting you so early. Well, I quit before my time. I I didn't startle you, did I, dear? Yes, you did. Oh, I'm awfully sorry. I thought something was wrong. I, I don't like to be startled. Hello, Mummery. Oh, hello, Welbeck. I didn't see you. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. I'm afraid I found Ethel feeling rather badly. Yes, Sutton told me. Are you better now, dearest? I'm feeling dreadfully upset. Unsteady. I, I suppose I'll be all right by morning. Do sit down and have your tea, Hubert. Well, thanks, I will. I need it. Biscuit? Uh, are they good? Melt in your mouth. I devoured a lot if I didn't have to be getting home to dinner. Oh, no. Are you leaving? Must. Mother's waiting. Oh, I'll have the gardener wrap her flowers. Give them to oh, me. Oh, now, don't bother. Oh, no, bother at all. Heaven knows he's paid enough for pottering about. Thomas! Uh, um, Thomas! Uh, come in, ma'am. Is the tea still warm, dear? Uh, just right, thanks. Uh, you was calling me Mrs. Mummery. Oh, Thomas, will you please wrap these flowers for me and bring them into the house? Uh, right on, ma'am. I'll take Mr. Welbeck to the door. Oh, no, don't bother to get up, dear. Just tell Mr. Welbeck goodbye and finish your tea like a good oh, boy. Oh, yes, indeed. Keep your seat. Well, do come and see us again soon, won't you, Welbeck? Love to. But I can't leave Mother alone very often. She's extremely nervous lately. Terribly so. Oh, well, that's too bad. She's not really been herself since... Well, since that Andrew's poisoning business started in newspapers, alarmed her more than you'd believe. Uh, it's rather unnerved everyone, if you ask me. I do hope they catch her soon. They may. What do you mean? There were a couple of blokes from Scotland Yard in the village this morning. Rumor is they've got a new line on Mrs. Andrews. <laughs> it's time they had. Think of it, that fiend has been on the loose for... Well, let's see now, exactly one, two, three... Four, yes, almost four weeks of the day. I'd rather not think about it if no one minds. Uh, quite right, my dear. Let's not. Let's not. I have too many other things on my mind. Oh, by the way, Hubert. Yes, dear. I forgot to tell you to bring some cash home from the city with you today. I know you did, Tiddlywinks, but I remembered it all by myself. Oh, and a good thing it is, too. The greengrocer had a very glum look this morning. Well, we'll be able to stare him in the eye tomorrow. And then there's Sutton's salary. Mm hmm. Well, I'm. I'm not sure I brought enough for that. Oh, that's too bad. I do so want to be prompt with her. Prompt? Oh, yes, dear. Sutton's been with us exactly one month tonight. Well, I must drop along now. See you soon again, Mummery. I say thanks for the tea. <clears throat> Hubert, what's the matter? Mr. Welbeck said thanks for tea. Didn't you hear? Uh, oh, 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 yes, I'm sorry. 
You seem so very far away, dear. No, no, not at all. I'm tired, I suppose. <laughs> Let the old gent rest his weary bones. He's worked much too hard lately. Oh, come along, Mr. Welbeck. I'll do the honors for the family. Coming. Four weeks. Exactly one month. Oh, sir, the missus wanted some zinnias for this bouquet. I just found a little patch in the back bed and I... Thomas, do we have any old newspapers about? Old newspapers? Yes. Why, yes, sir. There's a stack of them in the greenhouse. I was just going down to get some to wrap up this bouquet. Uh, what would you be needing them for, sir? I, uh, I want to look up some photographs, Thomas. Photographs? Of who, sir? Of Mrs. Andrews. Maybe, sir. They go back about 20 days, these do. I always take some out of the kitchen when the cook has finished with them. I see. Well, let's have them, Thomas. Now then, June 15th. Yes, that was just about the time. Should be an article about Mrs. Carolyn Andrews and this one. Of course, she'll have managed to change her appearance, but there should be a resemblance. Now, let's see. Ought to be about... Thomas. Yes, sir? Where did you say you got these papers? Out of the kitchen, sir. Why, well, what is it, Mr. Mummery? Somebody's been through them with a the scissors. Every line about the Andrews case has been clipped out. Every line. Mr. Mummery, sir. Look for yourself, then. There. There and there. Are there any more papers of that? There's a few more under the shelf where I keep them. Ah, boleration. Look at that. Meddlers, that's what they are. Meddling in my things. All right, don't waste time with that now, Thomas. But look at it, sir. All spilled and wasted. It costs good money, too. Well, we'll buy more of whatever it is. Only a bit left, and it ain't so easy to get, I'll tell you. It's just about the best weed killer there is. Them weeds just fold up and die the minute it touches them. If somebody hadn't tampered with a stopper, there wouldn't have been a drop lost. Thomas. Yes, sir? Let me see that can, will you? Uh, yes, sir. Arsenical weed killer. Contains arsenic. Deadly poison. Stopper was looser. Somebody had it out. I never leave nothing like that in Thomas. such a... Thomas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, the law, Mr. Mummery. Uh, Thomas, I... I don't think I should have had that tea. I... Oh, I'll call the missus. No, 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 no. You mustn't alarm her, whatever you do. She's not to be excited. But get to the phone and call Dr. Maseby, will you? I'm ill, Thomas. Tell him I'm terribly ill. How is he, Dr. Mamesby? How is he? Uh, now, now, then, Mrs. Mummery, he's not so bad as all that. He's really far better than he was last night, decidedly. Yes, patient is somewhat improved, aren't you, Mummery? Well, I'm feeling quite all right, Ethel. I shouldn't be surprised if I lived after all. My <laughs> poor darling, you gave me such a fright. A little I? wonder. The symptoms were rather alarming. What on earth could it have been, Dr. Mamesby? He was suffering so dreadfully last night. Of course, those powders you gave him quieted him a bit, but... He did seem to be in such agony. Well, I really can't say precisely what it was. I could pretend to know, but frankly, I don't, Mrs. Mummery. I haven't the proper equipment here for a real diagnosis, but I'd venture an old-fashioned, non-scientific guess that it was just a touch of common garden tomate. Yes, yes, that's what it was, Ethel. I'm sure of it. Uh, tomorrow or next day, when he's quite well, mind you, I'd like to have him come to my office in Barrett's for a thorough examination. Do you hear that, dear? You must make him promise to come, Doctor. He's so very careless about himself. 
Uh, he'll come. This episode gave him a bit of a start, I think. Nothing like a touch of tomaine to make a man health conscious, eh, Mummery? Yeah, you're right, Doctor. You'll see me soon, I promise. Excellent, excellent. And until then, you just continue the powders I gave you. One every hour. Yes, Doctor. And no solid foods. Have that uh, cook of yours make you a nice, strong broth of some kind. Huh? What? And above all, stay in bed for the next 24 hours. I'll see to that, Dr. Mainsby. Yes, well, I'm depending on you, Mrs. Mummery. And, uh... Now, if you'll tell me where you put my hat... Oh, I'll get it for you. Oh, you needn't trouble if you'll just tell me... Oh, no me trouble what... at all. It's out on the sun porch. So, Mummery, do try to take better care of yourself from now on, eh? No need to make Ethel a widow before her time. Well, I'll do my best not to, Doctor. I... Dr. Maysby. What's that, Mummery? Uh, listen to me. I haven't time to explain now. What are you talking about? Keep your voice down, man. I don't want to frighten Ethel... But there's something very strange going on in this house. You are delirious, are you, Mumra? I may need your help soon. I'll phone you sometime today as soon as I can without alarming Ethel. Oh, she wouldn't be able to sleep for weeks if she had any inkling of what's going on here. You're imagining things, are you, old chap? No, no, listen, Mamesby. Last night before I took sick, I found... Huh? Oh, I beg pardon, sir. <clears throat> yes, Sutton. What is it? Uh, Mrs... Mrs. Mumra sent me to tell you that your chauffeur has brought the car around, sir. Oh, yes, yes. Well, good. Uh, well, we're getting along now, I think. Oh, sir, if I'm not being too inquisitive, sir, how is the patient this morning? Uh, he's much better, Sutton, but he had rather a grim session of it, just the same. Oh, that's dreadful, ain't it, sir? We'll have to take better care of him, won't we, sir? Much better care. Come tampering around my greenhouse. Will they now upset my things? Oh, will they now? Not much they won't. I'll put a lock on this door. Thomas. Who's that? Why, Mr. Mummery, you're supposed to be in your bed, ain't you, sir? I want to get those papers we were looking at yesterday, Thomas. Does the missus know you're walking around out here, sir? I'll be bound the missus We'll don't... keep this a secret from the missus, Thomas. You'll get your death, Mr. Mummery. If I lie upstairs in bed all day, the whole Mummery family will get its death. Now, where are those papers? Well, they're just inside the door where you left them, sir. Just inside the door. Now, let's see. Let's see, where was it? Uh, right about there, sir. No, no, it was not. Uh, a little further. Now, how do you left... Uh, right there they are, sir. Oh, they are. Well, if they are, I've been struck blind. There's nothing here but the stone floor and a box of tulip bulbs. You must be wrong, sir. Well, come and look. Yes, sir. Mr. Mummery. Mm-hmm. They're gone. What do you know? I'm not at all sure what I know, but I'm going to find out. You come with me, Thomas. You ought to be in your bed, All sir. right, I ought to be in my bed, sir. Come along now, will you? Yes, sir. Where is Sutton? I don't know, sir. Oh, yes, a second thought I do know. I saw her going down to the greengrocer to pay her bill... When she passed me, I heard her muttering something about not wanting anybody to come prying around the kitchen, the missus in particular. Yeah, doesn't want us in the kitchen, huh? No, I guess not. Well, that's where we're going right now. I don't think she'd like it, sir. No, I'm sure she wouldn't, Thomas. Come along in. All right, sir, if you say to, sir. Ah, now, let's see. Where could they be? You ain't expecting to find them papers in here, are you, sir? I was, Thomas. Is it possible that I'm mistaken? No, I'm not. I... Now, where... The stove. That's where they'd be. That's just where they... Uh-huh. Just as I thought. Have a look inside, Thomas. There they are, or what's left of them. Somebody kindled quite a little blaze of your old newspapers, wouldn't you say? Law, sir, you should have been a detective. Yes, I always rather thought so myself. 
Well, the papers are done for. By Jove, she's a clever one, all right. Doesn't miss a trick, does she? We're dealing with a very cautious, very thorough woman, Thomas, and I shouldn't be surprised if... Well, are you listening to me? Thomas. Thomas, what are you staring at? Mr. Mummery. What's that on the windowsill? On the wind... The weed killer. The arsenical weed killer. It's found its way into the kitchen. The stopper's off again, ain't it? Right, the stopper's off and it's nearly empty. Thomas, what's in that pot on the stove? I don't know, sir. Well, look and see, will you? Yes, sir. It's chicken broth, sir. Real strong chicken broth. Good. Now, here. Take this empty medicine bottle and get as much broth into it as it'll hold. What for, sir? Just do it, Thomas, please. Yes, sir. That's fine. Now then, get the car out of the garage. Where are we going, sir? To Berich. Mr. Mummery, the doctor's... We're going to see the doctor, Thomas, before we're all beyond his help. But it's quite a lengthy process. Oh, I don't mind waiting, Doctor. It isn't that. But Ethel's there alone in the house with her, and I want to know. Well, I can tell you now. You finished, Doctor? I've analyzed every drop of the contents. Used Marsh's test for arsenic. I'm able to give you a very definite answer, my boy. What is it, Maisby? Yes. You mean there is arsenic in that broth? And I suddenly... mean that broth is chock full of arsenic. Mrs. Andrews is taking no chances this time. There's enough poison there to kill your entire household. <laughs> Mr. Mummery, look, you're eating 70, you are. It ain't safe at all, sir. I've got to get home. I've got to get home. Lord knows what's happening there. Oh, Mr. Mummery. Oh, shut up. Ethel is poisoned, dying dead. Ethel is poisoned, dying dead. I patched the front tire right myself, and it's fearful weak it is, sir. Sutton, Mrs. Andrews. Sutton, Mrs. Andrews. Sutton, Mrs. Andrews. Sutton, Mrs. Andrews. Oh, thank the Lord. Here's the house. What's that car doing in front of it? What's it doing there? I don't know, sir. It's happened already. The doctor's there. It's happened already. The doctor's there. It's happened already. The doctor's there. There's two men standing out in front of the house, Mr. Mummery. Oh, it's my fault. I did it. It's my fault. I left her here. I did it. I killed her. Oh, Mr. Mummery, sir. Ethel! 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 Ethel, where is she? Well, Beck, what are you doing here? I'm Scotland Yard, Mummery. Scotland Yard? Easy now. Take it easy. Well, where is she? Tell me. I have a right to know. Who's he, Inspector? I'm Hubert Mummery. Where's my wife? Now, try to be calm, Mummery, won't you? That's a good fellow. What do you mean? Why are you sitting down here? Is she... Is she beyond help? I'm afraid she is, sir. Oh, Lord. Oh. Can I see her? I'm afraid not, Mummery. Only be painful. Oh, Lord. But that Mrs. Andrews, though, you've got her. She didn't get away. No, we've got Mrs. Andrews right enough. Oh. Oh, Ethel. You see, officer, we've only been married ten weeks. Ten weeks yesterday. <laughs> I don't... Sutton. Sutton. Yes, Mr. Mummery. I'm very sorry about things. Sorry for you, sir. Sorry for me. Oh, that's good. Well, it's too late now. Well, take her away. Take her away. Oh, Mr. Mummery. I'm so sorry. Take her away. You'd better go on, Sutton. Go ahead. He's upset, of course. Wants to be alone. Oh, you see, Mrs. Mummery and I were in desperate need of a cook. But it's just as I said to Brooks. One can't be too careful about taking a strange person into the house. I didn't even suspect her until yesterday. I had no idea. I, 
Go? Well, you're not letting her go. You can't let her go. That's Mrs. Andrews. Don't... Oh, please, This sir. broth, it's chucked full of arsenic. Oh, I didn't have no end in that broth, sir. It was mine while I was at the greengrocer. You can't let her go. And, and I didn't make your tea yesterday. No, your breakfast yesterday morning. So help me, Mr. Mumley, sir, I didn't. Hubert. Ethel! Ethel! Oh, my darling. Ethel, I thought you... Oh, are you all right? Are you all... Why, Ethel, dear, what is it? I... I overheard what you said you told Brooks about taking a strange person into your house. You were right, you know, Hubert. Well, I... I, I, I don't understand. Ready? Quite. Come along, then. Ethel! Well, not Ethel, really, sir. Carolyn would be more like him. Yes. And by the way, you're forgetting a very important little formality, aren't you? Eh? Oh, oh yes. I'm sorry, Mummery. Carolyn Andrews, I arrest you for murder in the name of the king. And so closes Suspicion, and starring Charles Ruggles, tonight's tale of Suspense. And so closes tonight's tale of mystery. And now, a preview of next week's story to keep you in Suspense. By midnight tonight. Where am I going to get it, Walter? The bonds. You got the bonds, Papa. The bonds. How do you think I got you out of the last trouble? Bribes, bail, paying back every dime. Where do you think I got I'll it? I'll get ten years. You heard the judge last time. What can I do? What? Ten what? years in stir. Ten years. There won't be no reform school oh, this time. Walter, oh, look, Walter. please. Please, Ma, please, get me the money. I'll get it for me. I'll be good. I'll work hard. I won't give you no more trouble. But help me now. Please, Mama, please. Where will you, can I get it, Walter? I... Nothing left. <laughs> Nothing. I don't care where you get it. It's your fault, and you got to help me. I only wanted to help you, yes. and now I'm going to... Yes, it is my fault. I've always protected you, but I, I can't protect you anymore. I'll give you the few dollars I have. Go away. It'll be enough to help you run away. That's all I can do. You're holding out on me. You're worrying about your old age. You're making yourself a cushy little... Oh. Oh, oh I, I, I'm sorry. I, I hope I'm not intruding. Who... Oh. Who's this? Oh, Mr. Chalmers. This is Mr. Chalmers, Walter. He has the back bedroom. This, this is my son, Walter, Mr. Chalmers. How do you do, Mr. Bates? I feel that I know you very well. Your mother and I sit here in the kitchen sometimes over a cup of tea, and she talks about you for hours and hours. Yes, I can see why mother is so proud of you. How do you do, Mr. Bates? Yes, you're a fine-looking young man. Uh? Mrs. Bates, if you'll excuse me... I'm just going to the corner for my paper. I think that little man with the tiny moustache, <laughs> you know who I mean, the insurance agent, I think he might call again to collect. Please tell him to go away. You will do that for me, Mrs. Bates. Yes, Mr. Chalmers. Thank you, Mrs. Bates. But tell him not to come back anymore. I don't want to pay any more on the policy. 
You remember I told you my nephew was very sick in Spokane? Yes, Mr. Chalmers. Well, the poor young man passed away. Yes. I was going to leave him a few dollars when I died. But now, well, I have no one left at all. And, well, a dollar a week. You'll tell that to the little man with the tiny mustache? Yes, Mr. Chalmers. Thank you, Mrs. Bates. Good day, Mr. Bates. Walter, I have $40 in the house for the rent. You can take that. Drop me a card when you get settled someplace. Let me know where you are. I'll send you some more as soon as I can get it. Maybe later I'll be able to straighten it out. Maybe later I'll be able to speak to your boss. I'll promise to pay back every dime, but you must go away. You must. Uh, tell me something about Mr. Chalmers. He interests me very strangely. Walter. Don't be so nervous, Ma. We got plenty of time. We got till midnight. Until next week at this time, when you will hear the rest of this exciting tale, we keep you in suspense. A rebroadcast presentation of the Armed Forces Radio Service. <laughs>